You're listening to the weekly podcast of New Destiny Church of Wyandotte, Michigan. We pray you enjoy today's message. Trouble. Uh, so I do believe there is a word that I want to minister on today to the body in the book of Daniel. Chapter number six. We're going to do a little bit of reading here. Uh, we're going to start at verse number 10, and we're going to conclude at verse number 21. So Daniel's chapter 6 is a very familiar passage of scriptures that if you read the Bible, if you read it through at least once, <laughs> then you by no means have missed this particular passage of scripture about the life of Daniel. It's one of the most talked about passages of scripture as it relates to Daniel. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're going to endeavor uh, to uh, step into this word and to minister uh, what God has for his people on today. Uh, Daniel 6, if you got it, say, I got it. Hallelujah. Daniel 6, starting at the verse number 10. And it, in this passage of scripture, you will find these words are written for our enjoyment here. And it says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house. And his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. He did what? And put a pin in that because we're going to deal with that piece here as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Has thou not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any god or man within 30 days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the lion's den or the den of lions? The king answered and said, this thing is true. According to the law of the Medes and Parisians, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Now I want you to understand. They had to really be watching him to know that he made a petition, not once, but three times. It's amazing how the enemy will watch you communicate with God. And so he, they said, then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, 
Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and Parisians is that no decree or statue which the king establisheth may be changed. Now, these people, they instigate. <laughs> because they telling the king, you better do what you said you're going to do. And so you're going to find that Darius had an issue with what he was being charged to do because of his relationship with Daniel. Uh, and, he, and so they said, then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. <laughs> and a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went into his palace and passed the night fasting. In other words, he was so upset he couldn't even eat. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continuously, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. O king, live forever. I just want you to help me announce my text here. If you could, just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm still here. I'm still here. Now put your hands on yourself and declare, I'm still here. And come on, and you can be seated here as we take a look into this word here. And I promise not to be before you long. Uh, there are times in our lives where we take living for granted. Sometimes we set in our minds that I'm here because of my own strength. Or you say you're here because of your capabilities to do things and make things click in your life. But if you really would examine your life, go back to yesterday, go back to last week, go back to last month, go back to last year, go back five years ago. A matter of fact, go back to two hours ago, uh, you will discover that you have already gone through enough things to be gone. You, If you are honest with yourself and you, and you examine your life, you would understand that you have been through enough stuff that you should not already be here, that you should already be gone, uh, that you should be but a memory in the lives of the people who knew you. Uh, if you are honest with yourself, if you can just think about the thoughts that you had about your own self and what you should do to yourself that God did not allow you to do to yourself. Uh, if you can only think and remember when they plotted against you, uh, they wanted to bring you down. I'm almost done. <laughs> If you can only think about and remember, listen, if it had 
not been for the Lord who was on your side. Come on, you will be but a vapor. But thanks be to God who giveth us the victory and always causes us to There are others who have gone through less than what you have and committed suicide. They have given up on life. But I come to encourage somebody. I'm going to disobey my doctors today because I feel it pushing me. Uh, But they have given up on life. But through all the hell you have experienced, you're still here. This high five your neighbor and say, I know it's been rough. But I thank God you're still here. Listen, you have been hurt, wounded, knocked down, gone through six spells, through sicknesses. You have buried loved ones, had to say goodbye to the queens, been left alone, heart has been broken. There are those who said you would not make it, but in spite of all the stuff that you've been through, can somebody testify, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Even here, even though the pain hurts, even though my heart is still healing, I still have some tender spots. I'm limping, but I'm still leaping. I'm learning one sided. My memory is playing tricks on me. My money is not like I want it to be. I don't have as many friends as I thought I would, but yet and still, I'm still. Is that somebody's testimony? In spite of everything that you have experienced, in spite of everything that you have gone through, is there anybody here that can say, yet through it all, I'm still here. And you know, during the clock said it best, I'm still here and it's by the grace of God. High five your neighbor and say, grace wouldn't let you do it. Grace wouldn't let you do it. It was grace that would not let you do what you wanted to do to them. Because it would have changed the course of your promise. Somebody say, thank God for grace. But one thing I can say is that I'm still here. And by being here, that says one thing. I still have a chance. Is there anybody that can declare today? Because I'm still here. I still got a chance. Listen, I know I got it wrong yesterday. I know I was delirious yesterday. But I thank God for today. Because today is an indication that I have a chance to correct what I've almost blew on yesterday. I still have a chance to get closer to God. I still have a chance and an opportunity to reach goals that I have not yet reached. I still have a chance to let God use me. I still have a chance to render unto God for the for the songwriter says what shall I render come on look at 
at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he wants it all. He wants your life. He wants it all. He wants your money. He wants it all. He wants your children. He wants it all. Why does he want it all? Because he wants to breathe on it and make it into something. It would not have been until it encountered him. Somebody say, I'm still here because that's rubbish. Oh my. When we look at Daniel chapter 6, we're going to find some interesting things here. Because you're going to find that there was a decree that was signed about their prayer life. Now, can you think about it? We ain't no different than they were. We passed laws that say we can't pray in schools. They put a decree. There's consequences when you pray in public buildings but I come to remind you if it's in me privately it'll show up publicly whether it's in the courthouse whether it's in the schoolhouse come on somebody say if it's in me privately it won't be long before it show up publicly you can sign what you want to sign you can say what you want to say you can do what you want to do but there's one thing for sure that he that has begun a good work in he shall and so he shall do and so when we look at Daniel let me slow down here because I feel something I feel a problem shattering breakthrough hope oh you got to work with me today, Rodney. Because it had been long since I've been able to preach like this. But I didn't get released from the doctor. But I got a release Friday night. I need somebody to help me today. Say, the man didn't release me. But God told and so when we look at our text when we look at the text y'all sit down it's rude to stay while people talking and so when we look at the text well, if you know anything about the history of Daniel Daniel had survived many changes in the politics and policies of Babylon he was taken from his homeland of Israel he had lived through the reigns of Nebuchadnezzar, even Maradaka, Nergesazah, and the rest of them. Now Cyrus, the king of Medo-Parisian Empire, had elevated Darius the Medi to govern the affairs of the newly conquered people. But this was a problem because Darius was good friends with Daniel. And so now when we look at the text, it is here. In this text, you find four things. Somebody say there's four P's you need to be aware of. The first one is the positions. The second one is the plot. The third one is the prayer. And the other one is the pretense. Oh, but then, oh, somebody said there's a fifth one. Because after all that, there came a punishment. But then, 
somebody say there's another one huh? because after the punishment huh? you will find provision oh uh, i come to let you know huh? there are some people and things in your life huh? that has set up consequences huh? for your relationship huh? in order to take you out huh? but i want you to know huh? if you are reminded of the story huh? of three boys in the bible huh? shadrach meshach and a bad negro huh? but the bible says huh? that they were put into a fiery furnace huh? they were punished huh? for their stance huh? but they found provision in the pun They found provision, uh, even what, what should have been their punishment. Uh, and I come to prophesy uh, to a few folks here uh, that what they thought was a punishment uh, is going to be used uh, as a sign uh, that God will provide uh, when you stand on his I'm almost done. Y'all hanging there with me a few moments. I'm almost done. I'm going somewhere, Mama. Just hang on. And so you will find that now, that now he he has been through all this stuff. And so when you read chapter six, verses one through three, you find it is in those verses that we find Daniel was promoted to one of the three governors. He and two others were placed over 127 promises in the land after he was found faithful in his duties. Oh, watch this. It's interesting. And somebody would be able to testify that people will promote you in order to control you. Oh, oh, but uh, uh, people will promote you uh, in order to put you in positions uh, to see if you will compromise uh, on what you say you believe God for. Uh, and I know here at Rocket Mortgage, uh, they have a DEI uh, diversity uh, and inclusion. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, while that is your model, uh, that is not my life. Uh, I believe the word of the Lord, uh, and if I have to get promoted. To, to walk out of what I believe, tell your neighbor they can keep that thing because there is a stance that I have to maintain. There is a relationship with God that is stronger than any position in Babylon. Oh, you gonna understand it? Babylon will promote you to get you out of your promise. It's here that now Daniel has now been promoted. And then when you read chapter 6, verses 4 through 9, you find that there was a plot being devised against Daniel. Uh, because of somebody say envy uh, envy is dangerous and debilitating it's an emotion uh, that harbors in our hearts uh, and can it can cause one uh, to make serious errors in judgment uh, concerning others and so here we find the officials conspiring in this incident found Daniel's character impeccable there were no skeletons 
things in his closet. So the scheme was presented a proposal to Darius establishing the first annual God of the Month statue. Oh, come on. I'm here to let somebody know. You better watch who you give your voice to. I come to remind you. You better watch who you give your ear to. Because there are some folks, there are some people, some places, and some things that if they get the opportunity to sabotage your purpose, they're going to do it. I told Reggie, we were playing videos, wasn't it yesterday? And I said, Reggie, I looked at the game and he only had three kills. I said, dude, what's going on with you? He says, I'm trying to execute. I said, this is the problem of an overachiever because you added too many letters to execute and you just keep getting executed because, come on, the problem is the problem with an overachiever, they always think they know best. The problem with an overachiever, they always do too much. The problem with an overachiever, nobody knows better than them in no situation. Look at your name and say, neighbor, don't be an overachiever, but be humble in the presence of God to know that if you are humble in the presence of God, you will live a Matthew 6 life. That if you sing the kingdom of God and his righteousness, see, you want to seek the kingdom but you don't want to seek being righteous it's only when you do those two things that all the other things will be and so with Daniel Daniel was found not only to be a man who who was after the heart of God but he was seeking righteous he was looking uh, to be righteous and so we find here they now have put some stuff in place to make it hard for Daniel and so it is in this place that we find some stuff here that you know I've discovered you can live a perfect life and, and displease some folks listen it don't matter how good you live everybody ain't gonna like you. It does not matter how much you commit to being there for folks. Some folks just won't like you. It does not matter how much I feel it in my throat. It does not matter how much you to help everybody out when it's your turn because of what's in their heart about you because they see you as being perfect but you just see yourself as being faithful but because of your faithfulness look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor and say neighbor your faithfulness is a problem to everybody your faithfulness is going to be a problem on your job. Your faithfulness is going to be a problem in the mall. Your faithfulness is going to be a problem to your friends. It is because of your faithfulness that there are some things 
which you're not willing to do because of your faithfulness there are some places you're not willing to go because of your faithfulness there are some people you will love them but never have to interact with them because of what's in their heart look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor say neighbor I come to remind you don't look for everybody to be your friend this ain't a chucky story you won't be friends until the some people are like coupons their existence in your life has an expiration date but I come to let you know if you maintain your stance that even trouble has an expiration date that even sickness has an expiration date that even backlash has an expiration date look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor say neighbor don't stop doing what God has told you to do and if you believe he's going to work it out somebody say give him praise right there So can I help you? What I loved about Daniel, Daniel was a man who was content in who he was. He did not live life to please people. Because if you live life to please people, you will never be happy. If you live life to please people, you will live outside of your purpose. If you live life to please people, you will never get what God is trying to take you to. But as we heard the song today, God is a God that can change graves into gardens. I come to let you know they plotted against you and they dug your grave. But when they show back up, he untook your grave and turned it into a garden. In other words, he put life where they expected death. High five your neighbor and say you you will not die in this. So let me give you some points as I prepare to close because I think it's only fair so we know the position that Daniel had we also know the plot that they launched against Daniel and so now we know we see in verse number 10 after they have pants and signed the decree that in verse number 10 what I love about it it wasn't the fact that he prayed it what was important was the type of prayer that Daniel prayed because Daniel knew because he's one of the governors that he was not allowed to pray but that did not stop Daniel from praying anyway because Daniel, what I loved about it, in verse number 10, it lets us know that he built and prayed three times a day. And what I love about it, in his prayer, he gave thanks to God. Somebody say, that's a weird prayer. When you know your life is on the line for doing what they say, you could not 
It was not a crisis prayer. It was not a complaining prayer. But it was a confident prayer. Because being confident of this very thing, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I need you to be confident that God, he's going to do what he said he would do. I know it looks weird right now. I know it looks strange right now, but I want you to know that God is going to do what he said he would do. I come to prophesy that there's a few folks in here. It looks bleak right now. I come to speak to you because what I understand that God is this type of God. He would deliver you from it or he will support you through it. But whatever it is, God is on your side. Look at a neighbor and tell another neighbor. Say, neighbor, your best defense is found in God. He'll either deliver you from it or he'll support you through it. Come here, Pastor Rose. So can I help you? Because what I'm reminded of, has anybody ever been in a situation where the storm was severe? Rain on every side. Hell coming from every direction. And you look at what's in front. You see stormy weather. Winds are twirling. And something in you says, I just want to turn back. And so you turn around. But there's something that was behind you. Now it is before you. And it keeps pushing you anyway. Because God says to me, Hear me, son. That know this day. You got to go through it. But I shall be with you. In this day. You're going to have some heartaches. And you're going to have some disappointments. But understand. We're going through it together. You shall. You shall. You're still here. Because of the promise on your life. You're still here. Because of the anointing on your life. You're still here. Because of the charge on your life. Go through it. Go through it. Go through it. High five your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you got to go through it. You got to go through it. And what I loved about it, so he prayed anyway, knowing he was not supposed to pray. And these jokers, these snitches, went and told the king and said, Oh, king, did we not pass a law that said you could not pray? Well, then you disobeyed your law. And what I love about the king, he did not move quickly because now, he was in a position. Uh, do I punish him? Uh, because he's my friend. Uh, but I come to remind you. Uh, they got to do uh, what the law say they got to do. Uh, but what I love about God. God is above the law. Uh, they can punish you. Uh, and even in the punishment. Uh, you 
don't get provision even in the punishment in the punishment you'll find doors even in the punishment in the punishment you'll find favor look at your neighbor and prophesy to your neighbor and say neighbor I prophesy favor is all on your life And what I loved about that, he had no power to resist. He had no place he could run. And he had no people to rescue. And so what we find as we read the text is that now Darius' hand is being forced to execute the law upon his friend Daniel. And so he throws Daniel in the lion's den. But Darius was so mixed that he could not even sleep. He was so mixed, he could not even eat. He was so mixed, he could not even sleep right. And so the Bible says that the very next day that the king awakened, the first thing he did was not go sit on his throne. The first thing he did wasn't to check on nobody else, but he went to check on that which he had punished. And he throws out to Daniel and says, oh, Danny, in other words, are you still here? And Daniel responded, oh, king, live forever. I come to tell you, he was in a den full of lions, but in the punishment, there was provision even in the punishment. In the punishment, God closed the mouth of the lion, and I come to prophesy that this is the season huh, where you're going to see huh, God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion enemy. Huh. God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion friend. Huh. God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion co-worker. Huh. God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion family member. Huh. God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion neighbor. Huh. God is about to shut the mouth huh, of every lion prophet. Huh. Somebody holler, shut their mouth. I just need you to help me. Look, grab somebody by the hand. Come on, grab your neighbor's hand. Grab your neighbor's hand. And I need you to squeeze it like you're squeezing them hard and squeeze their hand and say, I come to, just to let you know. I come to I come just to let you know that if there's nothing else, you got gone on your side. So be not weary in well doing. I come to let you know that the enemies you see today, you won't see on tomorrow. For the Lord shall fight for you. Come on and put your hands together and give him great praise. So what I love about it, what I love about it, and so 
when Darius goes and find that Daniel is still here that's a word for somebody in this house on today your enemies are coming back to look for you in the plains they thought you died and they're going to find out that, that Jesus anointing is on the inside of you and they're not you're not where they left they buried Jesus in a ball too they went to check on him and he ain't there no more I come to prophesy that Jesus you're not where they left you I prophesy to you they're coming back to check on you but you're not where they left you I come to the prophesy they're coming back looking for your body parts but you're not where they left you but you're still here you're just not there look at your neighbor and say you're still here you're just not there And so, so when Darius finds that Daniel was still alive, the scripture reminds us of what is to come of those that stitched on him. And so Psalm 7 and 15 encouraged the believers and it says to us, he who digs a hole and scoops it out falls into the pit that he has made. I come to let you know your enemy is about to be killed by that which they thought was going to kill you. I come to let you know your enemy is about to die at the hands of their own plot. I come to prophesy that your foes is about to fall in the ditch you never even visited. I come to prophesy unto New Destiny Church what the enemy meant for you. What the for your good? I come to prophesy. You're going to walk right over that ditch. You're going to walk right on over that ditch. But your enemies is going to fall to that ditch. Now I need somebody that believe it to open your mouth and give him praise. They meant to destroy you, but you're still here. They tried to assassinate your character, but you're still here. They tried to poison your relationships, but you're still here. Declare to yourself, thank God I'm still here. I'm still here. He played with my mind, but I'm still here. He tried to force depression on you, but you're still here. He tried to force suicide on you, but you're still here. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor, the plan of God is always greater than the plot of your enemy. Thank <laughs> you.
so, and so, can I close? Can I close? When you look at the text, they plotted against Daniel. When you look at the text, this reminds me of another story. In Genesis chapter 37, there is a man who had a dream and his brothers hated him for it. They hated him because he was the father's favorite. I come to a revelation. The Lord told me to tell you, you're his favorite. The Lord told me to tell you, you're his favorite. The Lord told me to tell you, you're his favorite. They took Joseph's coat, but they couldn't erase the covenant. I come to prophesy. They can take your coat, but they can't sabotage your covenant. I come to speak to you today. They can take your coat, but they cannot sabotage your covenant. They can take your coat, but they cannot destroy your covenant. Somebody say, I'm solid right there. what I love about and what I love about it is that when you read Genesis 37 you'll find out that he was his father's favorite and so his brothers plotted against him but I come to tell you God already accounted for the plot in his plan and he's going to make what they tried to use to assassinate you they're going to take what they tried to use to discredit you. He's going to take what they try to use to sabotage you. He's going to take it. He's going to take it. He's going to take it and work it for your good. And so the Bible says that his brothers despised him. And so they plotted and they threw him down into a pit. And the Bible says that they took his coat. I'll come to let you know. Come here, Elder Rose. Take off my coat. I got some news for you. You can take off my coat. But you ain't did nothing to my covenant. Because I'm clothed with glory. Is there anybody here that can testify? You can take my stuff. But I'm clothed with glory. And because of the glory that is on my life. Because of the glory that is on your life. Because of the glory that is on your life. They can take your stuff, but your covenant is still solid. Somebody holler, I'm solid. Come on, holler, I'm solid. I'm solid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your plot didn't work. And so the Bible says that Joseph went from a pit to a prison, from a prison to a palace. I come to let you know his brother didn't think. How did he go from a pit and end up in the palace? Because they expected Joseph to be dead and gone. But when they found out he was alive, 
alive and well. And not only was he alive and well, but he was charged to bless those that despitefully used him. I come to let you know you're still here to bless those who tried to kill you. You're still here to bless those that tried to destroy you. You're still here to release favor of God unto those that lied on you. Lift your hands and say, I'm still here. So what I love about what I love about you will see God in the middle of every plant that comes against your purpose. Well, what do you say? I'm saying this. I'm reminded of another story by the name of a man named Joe. And the Bible says that because of a meeting that took place in heaven, Satan goes to God and says, I want to test the commitment of Job that is only his life and so God says you can do this but you cannot do that you can do this but you cannot do that and then watch this in the hell of a day in Job chapter 1 he lost his family he lost his home he lost his cattle he lost his children but what I love about Job Job is a permissionable anointing that even after a hell of a day, Job solidified his covenant with God. And at the end of the day, the Bible says, Job fell and worshiped after losing everything. He did not lose his covenant with God. I come to let somebody know under the sound of my voice, the enemy can come against your stuff, but he cannot touch your covenant I come to let somebody know the enemy can mess with your cattle but he cannot touch your covenant the enemy can mess with your bank account but he cannot touch your covenant because your money isn't from your job but you got extra money because of your covenant your healing isn't because of the doctors but there is healing in your covenant. I come to let somebody know who feels weak on today. Your strength isn't from people, but your help coming from the Lord because of your covenant. For the Bible says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from which cometh my help. You know why? Because my help cometh from the Lord. You can take my money you can take my children you can mess with my home but I still believe that God is able to teach what no other power what no other power what no other power 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 what no other power can be I come to let you know I'm still here despite cancer I'm still here despite diabetes 
I'm still here. Despite trauma, I'm still here because I could not lose my covenant. He messed with my body, but I still kept my covenant. He tried to attack my mind, but I still kept my covenant. He tried to mess with my family, but I still kept my covenant. I need somebody to holler. I'm still here. I need to the few folks that know that he messed with everything, but he didn't weaken your covenant with God. I need you just to holler and shout and release a voice unto the Lord. Shout! Shout! Come on! Shout! You got a right to shout because you're still here. You got a right to shout. Your children are still hanging on. You got a right to shout. Your money is still coming. You got a right to shout. You're still here. You're still here. You're still here. You're still here. I know they lied on you. You're still here. And not only are you still here, but you're still standing. Stand still. Stand still. Stand still. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. And give him great praise. Come on, 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 give him great praise. Come on and shout it out. 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 I prophesy. He goes in the mouth of every hater. I promise you. He goes in the mouth of every lying witch. I promise you. He goes in the mouth of every lying imp. I promise you. He goes in the mouth of every lying friendship. I promise you. He goes in the mouth of every lying relationship. And you shall live to see it happen. Well, somebody say I'm still here. 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 And since you here, you might as well thank him because Daniel knew the consequence and he thanked them in advance. Daniel knew what he was going to endure, but he thanked them in advance. Daniel knew what he was going to suffer, and he thanked them in advance. Somebody say, and I thank him, and I thank him, and I thank him. And I thank him, 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 and I thank him. I believe Marvin says, praise him in advance. Praise him in advance. Do I got some folks that said I gotta thank you, praise on the inside of me? One, two, three, four. 
Come on. Come on. 60 more seconds. Come on. This is dropping my spirit. Let y'all go home. But I just heard from the Lord. And what I heard was there are some people that are still here simply because you're still here. Because if you would have left the seat, your voice would be asked. But there are some folks that are surviving their struggles because you're still here. So let me show you. Let me show you how you work. And so the enemy started messing with my son. Chaos everywhere. And because we had praying parents, because we got praying family members, we were able to intercept the plan of the enemy. And so what the enemy says, let me not bother him. Let me take out the resource. But I come to let you know, in the middle of it all, we'll still here. In the middle of it all, we'll still here and I need somebody to understand that you're still here and because you're still here your family members are still here because you're still here there's some friends that are still here somebody say my presence is valuable and if you believe that give him praise one two three
Come on. Come on. Praise is coming for the Come on. Your praise is pressing down those. Your praise is elevating. Your praise. Come on. Your praise has delivering power. Give him praise. For the Lord says that your praise, this, this praise, this praise, uh, have you ever downloaded uh, an app or a software to your computer? In order to install it, there's a file called an executable file. You have to open it for it to run. And what I hear the Lord say, that this praise is about to execute massive breakthrough, mind-blowing breakthrough. What I hear is that God says, when you praise me, this praise is about to draw the lines. It's about to move the lines that sets limits on how far you can go on what you can achieve on what your family can have. God 
God says, this place, God says, this place is about to shock your family. This place is about to deliver your family. This place is about to break generational curses because you're still here. Everybody walked away, but you're still here. People turned their backs on God in your family, but you're still here. And God says, I'm about to shut the mouth of your lion generational curse with your praise. Do you hear me? Now, my question is, do you got a praise for? Can you give it? One, two, three, go! And I prophesy to everybody else in this house, if you praise God with her, what is all her life is about to hit your house. One, two, three, dance. All over the house, give him great praise right there. 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 A fixed fight. Hallelujah. The battle is his, but the victory is yours. Hallelujah. 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 I just need a few folks to holler. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Revival is here. You know why revival is here? Because you are here and you're carrying revival on the inside of you. Jesus is a reviver. Jesus is a redeemer. Jesus is a way maker. Somebody shout revival. Revive us again. Revive us again. Restore us again. Renew us again. Realign us again. Reassign us again. We need revive. you on today. Just give him great praise. Hallelujah. 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 I know we got under the Usha, but I feel a shit. Oh, Raman Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you say, listen, after hearing this word, I just need you to agree with me in prayer. If you're in the house, you can stand. If that is you, I just need you to agree with me in prayer. If you're watching via live stream, you can just type in the chat, agree with me in prayer. Whatever the need is, whatever the confusion, the chaos, the restriction, the setback, whatever it is, we're going to agree with the word of God over your life that you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. That we've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. For those who are struggling with guilt and condemnation, we take a Romans approach that there is therefore now no condemnation. Free yourself. Free yourself. Well, how do I do that? Accept God's word. Accept his son into your life. Somebody say, I believe God for big things. I believe God for big things. Young man in the back. God says, I know every thought you have. Every plan you have, every dream you have. And he has two words for you. Dream bigger. Dream bigger. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be concerned. For God says, I'm going to do exceeding abundantly above what you could ever ask or think. You will not be a status quo. You will, be, you will not be the norm. You shall rise above Limitations, setbacks, hindrances. God, can, 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 I, can I just talk to you for a moment? I see rivers. A provision. Somebody say finances. Wealth. Stocks. Bonds. Commodities. It's coming. And you're going to be able to take care of the needs. You have such a heart for your mother. Such a heart for her. And you keep saying, I just want to do more. 
I just want to be able to, man, I wish I could do. God says, hold on. It's coming. It's coming. He said, I haven't responded because you're dreaming too low. I respond when your dream aligns with my vision. Dream bigger. Don't want to run a company. Start one. It's in you. You're creative. You have ideas. It's in you. If you're not sure, sit down with me. That's my specialty. Let's work the plan together. Do you hear me? Multiple streams of income. Somebody say, now. Multiple streams of income. God says, you want to know more about me? Talk to me. I'll talk back to you. Because you're stuck in between two places from what you were taught and what you're hearing. I don't come against other people's religions. People have the right to believe what they want to believe. But I always tell the proof is in the life. Our God is the only one that's still alive. You can't kill them. They tried. It didn't work. They plotted against them. It didn't work. They plotted against Daniel. It didn't work. They plotted against Joseph. It didn't work. They came against Job. It didn't work. Saul was the biggest hater of Christians. And his hate brought him into an encounter. Oh my God. That made him what to be a prosecutor. A, a prosecutor of the Christians. He, he now became a pusher for Christians. Hallelujah. God said, just talk to me. I'll show myself to you. Moses got to a place where he had doubt in his heart. And so God took him and he says, come on, I'm going, I'm going to show you me so you can lead me. And he showed him his hind parts. I'm here to let you know God will make a believer out of you. I'm going on 40 blah, 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 years old. And God has never failed me yet. I have studied all other religions. I've studied Buddhism, Theoism, the Israelites movement. I've studied them all. And they all have one problem. They all lack proof of a risen savior. If I'm going to pray to a statue, it's like praying to a chair. Statues don't have no powers. And yet we have spiritual churches with statues all in them. I ain't against them, but what, what, what are they there for? You pray to him. He sits at the right hand of the father. Why? Because he takes what's in the Father's heart, puts it in his hand, and he passes to the angels. They deliver. 
Our God is a deliverer. He'll deliver blessings. He will deliver favor. He'll deliver healing. He shall about he'll deliver finances. Even in the midnight hour. He'll cause people to call you in the midnight and wake you up just to receive a blessing. Our God is a God that delivers. Somebody say he's resort oriented. He's a result oriented. He, he comes to give us the results we did not think we could have. He blows our mind every time. Every time. But big belongs to you. Big blessings, big doors. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. That's all I got. That's all I got. So everybody else, I stand and I agree with you. Whatever you, you don't have to tell me your prayer. But we stand in agreement that God will release the favor, the rain, the abundance, the glory, the sustention on your life. To bring you into places you didn't think you could go into doors you think will never open, into companies and businesses you thought you could never own, not work for, own. Hallelujah. It is so in the name of Jesus. Give him great praise right there. Listen, this is a time when we can all be a blessing to the house. It is our tithes and offerings. On the dreams, using the ways that you can give. I keep thinking, what is that red thing? I forgot I changed the offering thing. Look. <laughs> I keep looking like, what is that? I forgot we changed the offering. <laughs> Slide. <laughs> so we have three ways that we can give. Well, right now we have two. The website is being rebuilt. It's actually being built this time. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so right now we have two ways which we can give. Give it a five, New Destiny Church, wine dot. Uh, and then, of course, on Cash App, dollar sign N-D-C-W-Y-A-N. If this word has ministered to you on today, sow that seed. Sow a seed in response to the word. Hallelujah. I tell people like this, tithing is your protection. Offerings are your investment. Tithing is your protection. Because it rebukes the devour. It's seven blessings of the tither. But your offerings is your investment into your harvest. Hallelujah. Just keep it up there for a little bit longer, Ayana, for me, please. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask that Pastor Rose would throw this in the live stream for us. I want to, I, you know, I, I support people where I can, when I can. And so one of my brothers, love him. 
love him to life. We spent the weekend hanging out in New Jersey. And he's a brother for real. And so his church is making a move. And so I sold into their move. But I believe what comes to you is what you release. And so we're too busy holding that we don't release. We're so busy holding until we don't release. And so I'm going to ask every member, if you can, no less than a $20 seed, if you can. And, and I'm going to give you where I want you to send it to, because I don't want you to send it to me. If you want to send it to me, you can, but I prefer you just send it directly to them. And just put in uh, the uh, subject line on Cash App, New Destiny Church, Michigan, or whatever. You'll know it's from us. You don't even know I'm doing it. The Lord just let me to do this. So to support him in his move. Because the one thing that I realized, Bishop Thornton said something to me some years ago. Uh, and he says, you have to be to people that which you never had. Uh, you have to be to people that which you never had. Some of us have found ourselves to be fathers when we were never fathered. But we have to be to others what we've never had for our self. And we're not a church of competition. We're a church of relationship. We are a body of believers of relationship. And this is, this is my brother. And so you all are my spiritual children. So that makes him your spiritual uncle. Hallelujah. So we want to support one another. And this is my goal. I'm going to bring him here to preach. Him and his wife to preach for us on a Sunday soon. Yeah, I want you all to get to know them. To love them in the way that my wife and I love them. His wife is a lovely, she's a great woman of God. Her and my wife gets along very well. We all have a good relationship. This is what we need. We need relationships, not competitiveness. There's enough souls for everybody church to be packed and still have souls that need to be saved. Hallelujah. So if you can sow a seed on Cash App, uh, the Cash App sign is dollar sign L as in Larry, R as in Robert, C as in Charles. D as in Delta, M as in Mary, V as in Victor. So dollar sign LRC, which is for Life Redemption Church, DMV, because we're in the Virginia, Washington area, so that's called the DMV. Dollar sign LRC, DMV. And if you sold, just lift up your phone and acknowledge that you have sold to them once you have done so. I've just put New Destiny Church, Michigan. So they'll know, they'll know it's from us. Yep, that's fine. We have to learn to support one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you all who has given. If you have given, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we have two opportunities that you can always worship with us.
every Thursday at 7 p.m. is our Bible clinic service at 7 p.m. I know y'all not clapping because y'all typing, but thank you. Hey, 7 p.m. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. is our Sunday worship celebration. Amen. There's always a word from the Lord. And we are always blessed whenever we come and we look to have an experience with him that we've never experienced before. I don't want repeated episodes. I want to encounter something new because it means I'm growing in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, not only am I growing, we're growing. Hallelujah. We're growing together and we're going together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those are our two times of worship. Did I miss anything? Nothing else. Nothing else. Hey, Memorial Day is Monday. Who grilling? Because my mom's grilling on Sunday, so I'm free Monday. So who grilling? Rodney, don't don't look confused. Who, who, who grilling? Marvin. What? Y'all, y'all some y'all horrible, bro. My God. Nobody grilling? You're not grilling, Rodney? My God. Honey, we will be start, we will be in trouble if we depend on the folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But certainly we thank God for you all on today. There's nothing else. I think we could stand. I'm gonna ask that once we release the membership, spend a few minutes greeting each other, hugging each other. And then I need you to remain so I can meet with you all uh, for the membership only. Amen. Nothing else. Matter of fact, uh, Pastor Rose, come and do the release and give me a break for a minute. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.